hi everybody. Welcome to Empire Life Monday Masterclass. We're with Rochelle Ruby. She is an online course expert and she's here today to answer all of the Q&As that I have, that my clients have, her clients have had with her. And then we also, we can't see your comments while we're broadcasting from Zoom. So we'll go back and answer any kind of questions that you may have or, or comments that you that you say there. And I'm also doing, this is my first day of raw food cleanse and I do a few every year and I'm adding social media to it. So my team is still there to answer comments and DMs and reach outs and everything. But yeah, definitely I'll Rochelle will, will jump, yeah. be jumping in. So I'll, I'll hand it over to you to introduce yourself a little bit more if you want us to expand on that. Sure, sure. So I'm Rochelle. Um, I, I've had 20 years of teaching experience. Eight of those have been online where I've created 26 of my own courses, programs, memberships, where I had the amazing opportunity to teach 43,000 students in that eight years and had like an incredibly insane high completion rate of those 43,000 students, like well over half of them bought more than two, three, and four of my products um, that I ever made. So I had a really, um, really fun time. <laughs> so now I help other coaches, entrepreneurs, experts do the same, like take their expertise, their message, the impact that they want to make and put it into courses that are thriving, that are getting their students massive results. And, but like, doing it in a way that's fun, streamlined, efficient, and easy for the course owner, the coach and stuff. And who are your ideal clients that mostly you, you target or you are supporting right now? My ideal clients? <laughs> <laughs> I like coaches, entrepreneurs, experts, practitioners that um, are looking to scale, that are looking to get their, the change that they want to make in the world, in their industry, out into, into more hands that, you know, I, most of my clients feel like, you know, there's something more out there. I want to give more. I want to make a bigger impact. I want to make a change that I see. And um, that's, the, the people that are just like, oh, they just care so much. That's really, that's, that's, that's what I love to work with. <laughs> like it, what I hear you saying is the people who they know they have something in their heart and they're like, mm -hmm. how do I actually get this out there? Have this mm -hmm. be something where people can buy it and, and then learn something or learn mm -hmm. what they're aiming to teach them. Yeah. No, I've heard you say a lot and I absolutely love your Instagram and all the TikToks you've been doing are the, the, what are the short clips called again? The reels, the reels, right? Yeah. You're like an expert at, oh. at the reels. They're incredible. <laughs> but I've, I've heard you say a few times how everybody has an, an idea for an online course. Mm -hmm. Everyone has something inside them that they aren't, are probably already an expert at and can teach other people Ooh. so it's like that that person that comes to you and maybe they've done high ticket programs maybe they're doing one-on-one -on -one coaching and they want something that's a little bit more evergreen right mm -hmm. yeah I well 
I, I think, yes, everyone has something to say and only the way they can say it. I mean, there's so many people out there, you know, it, so many, so many people have something to say, but then they don't say it because they're like, but everybody's already saying it already. Oh my gosh. I've heard that too. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like, it, well, it makes sense. It's, it's like, well, yeah, yeah. There are a lot of people doing what you do, but there's only one you and you have different experiences, different knowledge, different approach to doing something. And so when I work with clients, I definitely am like, we can talk about it here too, but like, I'm all about, let's find out why somebody would come to you. Let's really like make it tangible. And let's not just say, Mm -hmm. you know, like, oh, because you're you. Yes, that's true. (laughs) But there's so much more to it than that, you know, that to making it a tangible thing that other people can see, um, because you need to make that scalable. You, you aren't necessarily scalable. Your personality isn't scalable, if that makes sense. Um, it makes a lot of sense that we're boiling it down to, okay, what are the top five modules that I can possibly teach here in the most concise way that I can convey exactly what I want them to learn or to gain in this online course? Or maybe you can walk us through maybe the three most common online courses that people are doing. There might be some where there's modules or maybe somewhere it's more like a get to know them, right? Like a video, maybe a short video presentation or lecture or like the top five tips on enhancing your sales or increasing your sales. So it would be more of getting to know that entrepreneur so then they can work with them at a higher caliber level, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways you can package your expertise, serve. Um, you could do definitely do high ticket group coaching programs where it's you have the course content and you have live coaching, right? Then there's the just the courses, the 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 courses where they come in and there's lessons, whether they be video, audio, PDFs. There's so many different ways you can do it and then maybe have it more hands-off where it's uh, they go at their own pace. It's a DIY course. Um, you can have the DIY course with a little bit of support. That's not quite the full group coaching experience. You can have the small mini courses that are talking about a very specific topic. So if you have, you know, um, when I was teaching sign language, for example, Like there's so much more to sign language than just signs. There's signs, there's grammar, there's finger spelling, there's um, having conversations, there's practicing. So I I had programs that covered like levels or segments of those pieces. And then I would have courses that were very niche, very targeted, like just for finger spelling or just for grammar or just this part of grammar so you can go as small or as big as you want and I often say you want all of it right you need to have this beautiful cohesive product suite that just because you want you know you want your students to stay in your your ecosphere, your ecosystem yeah yeah and 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 if there's more than one way you can serve them the better um, for you, 
and for them. <laughs> so, for yeah. sure. And so let's say that you have all of that. You have one big umbrella that's mm-hmm. more general and maybe covers a little bit of each one of those. And then there's the beginner's level, mid-level, and advanced for what people need. And do you have the one that's like little bit of everything is a higher price and then the smaller ones that are shorter courses are lower price mm-hmm. and how, yeah. how do you keep people in the pipeline is what I mean okay so you have so it, the more value you're giving so mm-hmm. the, the, typically the courses that are either if it's one topic but it's really deep and comprehensive or the course that's covering multiple of the, you know, your pillars, your pieces of content, your topics and stuff, like the full kahuna. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, is that a, I don't know if that's a saying. Anyway, then yes, you would price that higher um, so long as the value you match. Like if it's just like a, uh, like a taster of mm-hmm. all of those, then you would still price it lower. But if it's like, all the whole thing, but pretty comprehensive, then definitely price it higher. Um, and the more live components, touch points that where they connect with you, definitely the higher the price. So how do you keep them all in your pipeline? You really have to, when you are creating your offers, you have to think about where your person is starting, all the pains, all the questions, all the doubts, all the challenges, all the hurdles, everything from the tiny, tiny to the big and all in between, right? And you have to say, okay, where do they want to be? And then, and then also, you know, you have to be realistic and be like, and where can I take them, right? If you don't have the skill set to get them over there, I mean, that's another topic, but, <laughs> you know, where can I get them? Um, and then from there, you have to say, okay, you have to look at all of your products as one machine. So if they come in at this little mini, mini offering, where are they going to go next? What's their next questions? What are their next hurdles? We've overcome this hurdle. What's going to happen next? What are they going to be thinking of next? What are they going to need? And not what we want to give them necessarily, but what they actually will need at that point in time. And then selling becomes so easy because they're like, oh, Carlson just got me results here with this. Oh, I need help with this. Oh my gosh, she offers this. How, how, how perfect is this? Okay, I'll do this next thing. And even, even if it goes even if you have them coming into that higher tier mm-hmm. offer, you can still say, okay, they might want to work on one of those smaller things. They might need a little bit more help with a smaller offering. So they don't always necessarily have to keep going up your pyramid of products, but you always want to find a way to naturally have one product at least lead to another one. So then you kind of seed that idea with inside the product, you know, towards the, towards the end of delivering the course, you know, you would start going, okay, now you're going to need to start thinking about this. Do you have a plan for this? If you don't have a plan for this, this is what's going to happen. And then at, towards the end, you're like, okay, here's how you do that. 
I love right. that. That so, yeah. like in in a video, let's say if it was a video course, or even in a PDF, it could be a sentence at the end, or if it was in video, it's like make sure you click the link that's here in the video, like mm -hmm. where people point there, and then someone can put yeah. it right there and they click it, yeah. or yeah, yeah. it would be in the description that they can get more information about then the next offering or the like you said the next solving of their pain points mm -hmm. or their problems and also i wanted to point out that i love email marketing sequences too mm -hmm. and the to it there's ways that we can then automate this also with the with oh, it being in the course content to, you have to and the course email and the email and they just you just synchronize them together and it's beautiful you're getting new students in all the time so if you set your machine up right a post that you did three years ago could pull somebody onto your email list sell them a product and keep them in and they're buying product after product after product after just watching a video or however many videos but if you set it up you could just keep them in there for as long as they need to be in there it's beautiful that is beautiful. That leads me that's to another. That's how I was able to do. That was how I. I <laughs> that that you, you were doing the. No, it's yeah. okay. You were doing the 47,000 students like that. Yeah, 43,000 yeah. 43, 43, students 000. on yeah. my own with just, I never ran mm -hmm. ads. It was my content, pulled them in with amazing opt-ins, like super mega valuable opt-ins, blew their minds, and then just nurtured them and kept selling to them and I, they just got in one all these automations are just firing off yeah and this is beautiful later, they bought everything I'm like that's beautiful okay yeah. that leads me to my next question i was gonna say is that do you need or would you suggest let's say every one of those bigger courses or mini courses do they need a short kind of intro video to help promote like you were saying they see the video on the post or can it be text and a picture? What do you suggest when they're first getting started? Like maybe what's more in their personality? Is that you definitely have to go where you shine, right? Mm. Where you feel, where you are best, where your talent, your personality mm -hmm. um, is showcased the best, where you feel most comfortable. Um, Videos are really great because it's an excellent way to connect with somebody, right? You can see their eyes, you can see their mannerisms, you can feel their energy, you can hear their voice, see them or whatever. And so it, it, it's faster at feeling like you're building a relationship. Podcasts are like that too. Um, I'm more of a, I'm biased because I'm more of a video person. I like to see faces. Um, that could be just because I, I need to see a face to, to pay attention. <laughs> Yeah, but I it, love the it, subtitles it, it, too. For oh, me, yeah, yeah, I always it just it, it's like yeah. it goes more into my head mm -hmm. with the closed captions. Yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. But you can do it with anything, mm -hmm. um, and and you want to do it with as much as you can. I'm not saying you have to be everywhere, but you almost have to feel like you're everywhere. Like if you have a podcast, you need to be putting it on your website as you know, repurpose it as a post with the link that links back to the podcast. You want to pull the quotes and put that on Instagram or put that on Facebook or wherever social media platform you're in. Have an audio clip of it. If you're doing a video, have a video clip of it. Push people to it. You need to be always pointing 
from one platform to another and mm -hmm. always getting people to that email list, all, you know, so yeah. I don't know. I think I got off track of your question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, the, I, I understand what you mean. And I've, I've had people tell me that before. It's like, you're everywhere. It's like, you're always mm -hmm. online. And I'm thinking, that's uh, the you're point. Not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not. Yeah. Or today yeah, I wasn't at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everything was running for you. Yeah. Everything's you, going well. If you set up those systems, and you like, I'm all about, let's be efficient. If I'm going to do one thing, I want it to work for me in like at minimum two different areas. Right. Yes. And it's because I want to just leverage my time. If I'm doing this one piece of content, I want to be able to pull as much beauty and goodness and value out of it and, and use it for years and years to come. So if you do that, then you're not going to be like, Oh, freaking content all dang day. <laughs> exactly. <Where's> my family. <laughs> Where's my health? <laughs> I've been there. So yeah, I understand. Oh, I yeah, it can, Sometimes it can be easy. Yeah. Okay, lesson go. learned. I gotta do lesson this. Lesson learned. I gotta yeah. delegate a little bit more or plan it out like in, in mm -hmm. chunks or take a whole Saturday to plan out content or half of the Saturday. I, I wanted to ask you too this is a question that came up recently with a client of mine mm -hmm. that when they're doing a mastermind or an online course, let's say, and everybody comes to a zoom call or they, uh, it's like a Facebook event that goes to a zoom call, right. Mm -hmm. You'd be able to talk like with this? a coach. Yeah. Like this, but like, a, oh, but like inside their course, I see. like inside their call. course, the coaching okay. call. So there's multiple okay. people on the coaching call. Uh -huh. If you get, if you, have you ever heard about people asking for everybody's permission and then taking quotes from the mastermind call and repurposing that? Yeah. Is it, are they paid like students? a video? Yeah. Like paid students. Oh yeah. Well, if you get people to sign a release, like a form, release or they're okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can do that or just get uh, a verbal thing. Yeah. That's a great idea to do. I think so is it's like live mm -hmm. they're in action it's like a live testimonial of mm -hmm. the kind of roadblocks or mind blocks that a lot of coaches are leading their clients through yeah yeah you would definitely want um permission and I think even if they sign a release form for a coaching call you'd want to ask for each one just because you know, especially, you know, say you're a divorce coach or relationship mm. coach, people probably don't want their, they probably don't want some of that stuff out there. Right. So they, for sure. so you'd have to respect that or find a way to protect their privacy. It might be better to get a video testimonial of them individually if they feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It sounds like, and, and also quickly if there's anything else that's coming up for you that you want to share something else that I wanted to ask you is if someone is thinking okay I have these other offers I have I'm doing one-on-one -on -one with clients on zoom which we can only have so many one-on-one -on -one clients right before we're hitting a glass ceiling and I've I've done these other areas with these other offers and I really want to do an online course like what do I need like, what are the top five things I actually really need? Maybe like a webcam, a microphone, or or not? Or I'm just Resources. wondering what you think. Resources. 
If that's what you're asking. What kind of resources do they need? Or like, where do they, where do they actually start? Where do you actually start? Yeah. Like if, if they were to be like, I have all this expertise already. I've already been okay. coaching, let's say 10 years and I'm ready to have a passive income, more of passive income. Where, where do I even begin? Because I know I'm sure you well, hear it all the time. It can be really overwhelming yeah. when you're thinking about, like you said, to building that structure and having things be yeah. more automated. What I find is most people, when they're thinking about building a course like this, they get stuck in the details that don't matter. Like I'll be, I'll get messages from people, which platform, Kajabi or Kartra? And they're like months trying to figure out what platform to use. I'm like, but what are you doing? And how are you going to show up? And what's, what's going on here? We don't want to think about Kajabi. And they're, they're like, oh, how many modules should I have? How long should the course be? How much should I price it? None of that matters. That's at the beginning of the time of creating your, your course. That's the wrong time to figure that out. Because then you're, it's like, what's an analogy I can think of? So if you're building lasagna, right? You're like, you're not building lasagna. You're like cooking lasagna and you're like, okay, I need it to fit into, I need it to be really quick and simple and small. Um, and I'm going to just like, it has to fit in this pan. It has to fit in this Kajabi box. It has to be five modules. It has to be this price. And you cook the lasagna, but your recipe is for a nine by 13 pan, but you are trying to cram it into that five by five pan. That's when like either you're going to have all this leftovers. You're going to try and cram it in. It's just not going to work. You're going to, you're making the choices backwards. It feels like you're making them forwards, but you're actually making them backwards where it's just like, okay, you, you say, okay, here's the recipe. This is what I want it to be like. This is what I want it to taste like you cook it. And then you're like, okay, it goes in this nine by 13 pan. Um, that was a really rough and ragged analogy here, but <laughs> I was like, it would have been better. <laughs> no, it was like, good. But like to show, like it doesn't, you can't, or maybe, well, anyway, I won't go down that rabbit loop, rabbit hole. I would, I fix that. I fix that analogy later, but suffice to say, you have to think about what it is. First off is like, you have to know your people. And if you've been coaching for a while, you absolutely know your people. And you're like, okay, what is the goal of this course? And not like, not like, oh, I want to make money. Yes, we know that. That's not, that's not the goal we have for the course. What is the goal? The transformation of the course is what we first identify. And then we break that up into smaller goals. And then we figure out why haven't they been doing, why haven't they reached these goals already? Mm. What's going on that's preventing them? Because if they're anything like most people, right? Uh, you are, before you go and buy a course or hire a coach, you've done research, right? You've probably tried, you've probably consumed information, you've read books, you've listened to podcasts, you've read articles, you've watched YouTube videos. And then there's a point where you go, okay, I'm ready to get better information where you get a course or you get a coach. So we have to say, these people have the information. Did you can find that information for free anywhere, right? So we have to go, they have that information, why aren't they living? Why are they still in that pain? 
And when we build the content that way, that's how you're getting people results. Like, uh, like for instance, I was teaching sign language. How many places can they find sign language? Everywhere. And most of it's free, right? They can get it anywhere. So why can't they still sign? Why are they still not able to have a conversation with somebody in sign language? So like business, they know how to show up on Instagram. How many Instagram coaches are there on Instagram? They have the information. Why are they still not getting the results that they want? And that's where we build from. That's where we build from. What, what I'm hearing, from. what I'm hearing you say too, is a lot of times it most likely, well, probably with the, the sign and also in business, it has to do with that one-on-one, them being able to ask an expert and then when they ask an expert in the group setting or in a community, then everybody who's an expert there, which most everybody will be kind of similar in their pain point because they've all came to the same course, that they'll all be exploring a similar, or they might've had that question, let's say six weeks before that, and they solved it. And then they're, oh, well, when I had that question, I was able to do this, not only coming from the expert in the room, then also the other people who were, when I've run masterminds, that tends to, to happen when people like group learning. Yeah. The group learning and these huge transformations with well, I, when I was experiencing X, Y, Z, then I did this. Mm -hmm. And then I share what I would, a lot of times it's similar to what the other person did because they're also in my mastermind and maybe we're, enacting my guidance through them solving their own their own thing or transformation that they had six weeks before and then yes and no yes and no like you the group the group learning is essential like it's a really Mm -hmm. good it's an excellent tool to help people feel connected to feel supported to feel like they're not alone to know that they're not alone and to share ideas and grow. Absolutely. However, that's when we are saying, why aren't they getting this? These are the things, these are the answers we need to have before we create the course. Mm. This is what we put into our course curriculum, because if we're putting, if we're depending on that coaching, those group coaching calls, those live zoom calls, the Facebook group that we're in, if we're depending on that, to be where our students get those answers, we're never going to be able to scale. Mm -hmm. We're going to burn ourselves out. We can't rely on the coaching and the community to do the heavy lifting, to help those students overcome those things that, so we, when we're, I'm saying we get the goal first, we figure out the sub goals that contribute to that big goal. Um, And then we figure out why they haven't done that. Then from there, we figure out, okay, what do they need to overcome those problems? And it's all going to come down to it's actions they have to take. It's never more information that they need. It's always actions they take, habits they develop, skills they develop. Mm. And we put that and we make that content do the heavy lifting. And the coaching is where we expand on it, support expand it, on it, support love it. on them, kick them in the pants definitely like um, the next action step or how did that action step go for you and yeah and what was yeah. everybody's experience with that and exactly. or like a journal prompt and 
Does anybody want to share it could be anything? Yeah, right? anything. anything. That's where you you foster that community, mm-hmm. that beautiful connection, and this is where you 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 want. I always tell my clients, you want that community to be the place you want to be because you're going to be there, right? So I almost like you kind of want to be selfish when you're building a community. What do you want it to be like? And you build, you make that community a place you want to be, enjoyable, supportive, where you can, you know, share. It's almost like that mastermind feel, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, yeah, so you can do so, when you have your content do that heavy lifting, then you have so much more space in your coaching calls and in your community to be playful, to have fun, to be creative, to do things, to have that, like you're saying, let's share what you're doing here. How is this going for you? Let's do this challenge together. Let's do this journal prompter, or let's practice this together. You have so much more space to do that when you're not relying on your coaching calls and the community to teach. Cause we don't want that to be where they're learning. We want that to be where they're playing and it's safe for them to make mistakes. It's safe for them to ask for help. It's safe for them to be vulnerable. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Another question that I have for you. Well, I, we're gonna do another masterclass next Monday. So I wanna go into, cause we're almost about, we have about 10 more minutes and I wanna go the next Monday into the top five misconceptions that people mm-hmm. like that you were talking about, like maybe yeah, a rabbit holes that they go down, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they get in a loop and you're like, please come out of this loop, please. Yeah, For the yeah. love of God, stop asking the me the same question. Yeah. And or just wanted to take freaking action and do it. <laughs> yeah. Just take action and do it. Yeah. Like, like these are the starting points. And then mm-hmm also the top five questions that often come up for you with your clients and going more into details with those. But before we hop off, I was wanting to know a question that comes up a lot with my clients is, okay, if I'm going to do this online course, do I have it be closed enrollment? Like there's an enrollment period or do I have it be revolving like this constant green? evergreen and constant people coming in mm-hmm. and I wanted you to touch on perhaps the pros and cons about both of those because for example we were just talking about if let's say there's action steps in an online course then if it's evergreen that means that everybody's on different action steps mm-hmm. so then do we refresh and we talk about previous ones or do we just keep going and then eventually we start over that's where kind of sometimes complications come in like where is everybody at in the online course if they've all started at different times or do they talk about if they're all at different levels let's say one's at level one are they on journal prompt one or action step one do they say hey i'm on action step one and then someone else that's on action step eight is able to answer their question because they've already gone over it. I would just like you to cover like, what are oh, yeah. some of the pros and cons or maybe which one you like the best? Because I, I feel there's a lot to both. <laughs> there's a lot to both. There is a lot to both. And I think in the end, if you're wanting to scale, um, so if you're wanting to grow your business to high levels and you want to be able to do multiple things like multiple projects, have multiple service offerings and um, 
And eventually, if there's a time that you would ever imagine wanting to kind of step back and have more of a team take over, I really think the best way to do is evergreen. Um, I, you, so what I typically say, what I have my clients do is let, let's do evergreen, but then you can do these live promos, you know, mm-hmm. once a quarter or a couple of times a year, where, whenever, whenever strikes your fancy, right? Where you maybe you want a surge of clients in, you need a surge of income, but still have it as this open enrollment. So you don't like have like a cohort where it's like, this is the March group. Right. And then you close it. But I, I think it's, there are pros to, I like the live cohorts. Um, but especially as a newer person, if you're like, okay, I'm going to do this live cohort. My course is three months long. Um, you only get new clients every three months and you probably want a break in between like you just ran this cohort it was live and you were in the group constantly and you were coaching constantly you're worn out you want to go on freaking vacation before you launch again and you've got to prepare for your launch again so it's like maybe you launch three times or a lot of people just do it twice a year so like for six months like every six months yeah so they aim to get people in and when you yeah, say live, when you say like a promo, you're meaning the going live more, talking about it, like oh, I mean, really like, ramping like, up. Okay, I'm gonna like a open campaign. the carts. I'm mm-hmm. gonna open the cart on this day, and I'm gonna close it a week or two weeks later. That's what I mean by a live promo. So you have that time, that week or two weeks, to get all of your students in for the next round, and then you close it, and then they have to get on the wait list for the next for the next round. I also don't like that because most people, they might think about it for a long time, but when they're ready to buy, they're ready to buy, right? Mm. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've tried to get a product. Like, oh, I was like, I, I was wanting to, one of my uh, plans for the next year is to start a podcast. And so Woo. I was like, well, yeah, I know, right? I <laughs> so want to be like, on okay. it. And, that, and you yeah, I'll be on it. will be fun. Come on ours too. So I was like researching. I was like, I'm just going to go straight for a good resource mm. in course. I don't want to mess around with free, free stuff. And so I was looking and I found this one I really liked. Mm-hmm. Got to get on the wait list. Oh my gosh. And, and it like opened up three months later. And I was like, by that time, I was like, no, I've already found something else. So you know, a lot of that, I mean, that is a lot of the problem, but really you can, you can grow really well, really easily with evergreen. And if you create a really good, if you've got those funnels in place, all that machine leading from product to product to product, you don't want to lead them to the product and then they have to wait. They want to buy it now. They need, they have the need now. They have the need now. Exactly. So we want to fix it now, or they're going to go somewhere else because somebody else is going to be open. So what you're saying also, there's ways to entice them with different opt-ins with, let's say like Black Friday sale, like what's going on right now, or or do those, so let's say say, do the Evergreen launches, but then do like a a live special promo. The live special promo. But they can still come in it. They just don't necessarily get that promo. They can still come in any time. Yeah, maybe you have like an extra bonus or a special discount or like uh, use this code. 
and you can get a special mm-hmm. discount just, just for that yeah, time. Or you so get an extra month in the program. Or an extra or month, okay. One-on-one okay. call with me or some, any, or this gift or this bonus that I created just for these people, like a little tiny mini course or something. Um, it's There's so many so many ways you could do it. There's so much fun things you could do with it. And I think that's really important. For but sure. as far as your, the other part of your question, I know we're short on time, is, but how do you run an evergreen group? And it's, you know, and there's so many ways you can run an evergreen group. It's really actually very good for the community to, for the older people that have been in the program longer to look back and see, mm-hmm. the, see these new people it's really more motivating to them because they can see how far they've come, right? And mm. then they can be a teacher, they can be a mentor, they can help. So that really lightens your burden and they are really eager to cheer people on. And the new people coming in can go, oh my gosh, look, these people are ahead of me. They're doing well, they're getting results and it's reassuring them, I made the right choice. I'm in safe hands, I'm in mm-hmm. this community and it really builds this uh, trust amongst each other but there's ways you can do so circling back like um you know the question was like oh do we just go through the action steps or there's so many different ways you could do it I would sometimes I had in different programs um I would just run through all you know, I always had a plan and a bunch of different types of calls that I would do and I would you know say okay if you're in this section we're going to be going over here. Make sure, you know, there's so many, we, we don't, I don't have enough time to go over. <laughs> right. Of course. But so you that, can have like groups, you can have levels. You can be like, if you're in this mm-hmm. phase of the course, this is your call for this week. If you're in this phase of the, of the course, this is your call. Um, so you can break it up by levels, by phases. Or it could be like questions just that they have, yeah. just qu- questions that they may have coming up that they, mm-hmm. what's, what's the yeah. most in pertinent question or roadblock challenge that they're overcoming right now at the moment? Mm-hmm. And I, well, yeah, totally. Questions, um, but there really is, oh, there's so much, there's so many cool things you can do with coaching calls that don't have to be just Q and A's, that don't have to be just the hot seats. There's, so, there's like a world of things you can do to really amp up their experience and amp up their results and make it fun. And when you do the, these different types of calls, it, it doesn't matter where they are in the course, anybody can, anybody can benefit. Well, let, yeah, let's talk more about that too. How to spice up the, the actual calls in the program mm-hmm. in your online course the next time. Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> My clients are always like, hey, what's going on? I'm like. Here, do this. It's so much fun. <laughs> I, I definitely, I have a whole section on, on that, my program. <laughs> That's incredible. And what's the name again of your program? Uh, stand out coach, uh, stand out coaching, stand, stand out coaching out program. Sorry. Perfect. Yeah. Nice. Well, yeah. we're, we're about out of time. Rochelle. Yeah. It was, it was amazing. I'm so glad that we finally got to connect and <laughs> I mean, we have yeah. connected, but like for this masterclass, we'll be, we'll be back. We'll be back next Monday with answering yeah, more excited. of your questions. Me too. And if any of you are watching this live or in the replay, you know, do hashtag replay, make sure that you 
say hi to us and this will be on the YouTube channel on our podcast website. It's empirelifeacademy.com backslash Empire Life Podcast and pretty much everywhere that we can post it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but not and you. <laughs> not me, my team. My team will be my team. We have a videographer now and they'll be making editing this and for YouTube and editing it for LinkedIn and all the places yeah. and, a, and a short for Instagram. So you'll get to see Rochelle and her amazingness everywhere. 